millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a great story involving a manager who just doesn't care about their workers. But first, the story from Backsong. Apply internally and externally? Okay. This happened back in what we thought would be the tail end of the pandemic, the end of summer 2021. Note, the thought is what's important. I was working for a healthcare organization doing COVID-19 specific management, and as August rolls around I start hearing the word that the COVID team is going to be phased out. Mind you, when I was hired for this job, I asked questions about the post-disease plan for my position and was assured I would be rolled into the department in a position at the same seniority and pay scale. So, of course, I go to my boss and ask him what the plan is. What he tells me is that there isn't a specific role lined up for me and that you should be applying internally and externally. The implication from him and his boss was that I was a shoe-in for an internal position. But after receiving no training and no oversight for the past three months in my current position, I wasn't feeling very valued. Cue malicious compliance. Apply internally and externally? I'll do just that. I applied for two internal positions, and I sent off resumes to half a dozen or so other companies, knowing that in my field of work, it might take a bit to hear back from other organizations. I get one of the internal positions fairly easily and transition to a much more administrative role. Same salary, pay was non-negotiable, but it was work from home, so at least I saved some time and money on the commute. My new team and my new boss is great, but I was still pretty disillusioned with the organization after how I was treated, what with my guaranteed transition role not existing among other, more problematic matters. Though and behold, two months later, I get a call from one of those external companies. They have a position that they think I would be a great fit for. Do I have time for an interview this week? I do two interviews and have an offer by the end of the week. Similar position, better benefits, still work from home, more training and career development. Oh, and also a 50% pay increase from what I'm currently making? I put in my two weeks notice that Friday. During the exit interview, HR asks why I'm leaving and if there's anything they can do to convince me to stay with the organization. I inform them that I merely followed my boss's instructions to apply both internally and externally and that a non-negotiable salary implies that, no, they can't do anything. I did feel bad about leaving my second team after such a short time, as my second boss was fabulous and all my coworkers were great. But if you can't trust the company, the icing on the cake was that with the uptick in COVID cases due to Omicron, they didn't end up phasing out my old team at all. They just ended up short-staffed and losing a local government contract because of it. My new external job wasn't actually much better when it came to training and guidance, but I learned a ton and got a lot of valuable experience, which definitely contributed to me getting into med school, which I'm starting this fall. All because I maliciously complied with my boss's instructions. This story honestly just has me running through all kinds of different hypotheticals in my mind. 
Like, let's say you worked at a job where you loved your coworkers, the boss was great, the hours were nice, but you got a job offer that paid you 50% more, but you weren't really sure how the system would work. Is a 50% pay increase worth leaving that situation where you're really happy and entering the unknown elsewhere? Would you take it? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Doc Spit. Why didn't I use Amazon? This is why. Not my story, but my wife's who doesn't use Reddit. Obligatory background, my wife does procurement for a large US headquartered organization with branches in a lot of other countries. Her branches operate out of the Middle East. As you might imagine when it comes to working for a large international organization, there are a lot of rules that she's obligated to follow when it comes to sourcing material. And there's a list of preferred sellers that the organization wants her to use if at all possible. Unsurprisingly, a lot of those sellers are also US-based, which is fine most of the time, but it can be really inconvenient in a lot of ways given the distances involved with where she's at. So, on occasion, she'll stray from the book and look more locally if she knows it's not going to cause a big issue, and everyone will be happy in the end anyway. Usually she gets away with it because the powers that be understand why she does this. Usually. The story, recently one newer department manager noticed that an order my wife had made on their behalf didn't come from the preferred seller that they'd been expecting it to come through. In this case, Amazon. They chastised my wife for violating policy and insisted that next time she had to use Amazon for orders like this. Okay, fine. Yes, my wife was technically in the wrong and a reprimand was technically the appropriate response, but my wife had a good reason for doing what she did, which the manager in question found out next year when they put in their next order. You see, because of the distances involved and the large number of departments placing orders, we're talking about multi-ton containers being sent overseas by ship. It can take months for the departments to finally get what they ordered. Also, because of how the shipping and receiving is handled, Amazon is technically out of the loop from the moment the shipment is delivered to the freighter at the port that'll be hauling it across the Atlantic. So, from Amazon's perspective, the order is considered delivered for the purposes of their return policy before the ship carrying the order even leaves the dock, and long before it ever arrives in the country my wife is based in. From there, it can take many more weeks for the order to clear customs, be received by her organization, unpacked, sorted, and finally distributed to the various departments who had made the orders. It's fairly typical for this whole process to take about 90 plus days to complete, well past Amazon's 30-day return policy. Now, my wife's job is just to order whatever the various department heads tell her to and trust that they know what it is they're ordering. Of course, sometimes there are mistakes with the order. Either the department wrote down the wrong item or the wrong size and quantity or Amazon shipped the wrong thing. Mistakes happen. When you're dealing with a dozen departments ordering tens of thousands of pounds of stuff at one go, they're practically inevitable. Usually something like that is no big deal, until too much time has passed to return it to Amazon for a refund and your budget is all tapped out for the year and you really needed that item that you didn't end up getting. Which is what happened this year. The department manager in question accidentally ordered the wrong thing. 
and when they asked about getting it replaced, my wife had to respectfully inform the manager that, since it was ordered through Amazon and not something more local, hint hint. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It couldn't be returned for a refund, and there was no more money in their department's budget for additional orders that year. The story does have a happy ending though, as my wife was able to find another department in their organization who was actually in need of the misordered material, and they performed a lateral budget transfer so that my wife could order what the manager actually needed from a local supplier. I 100% understand the interest and desire to use only American companies when an American-related branch is out doing work somewhere. But yeah, if you're in the Middle East somewhere, it's just not realistic to expect to use Amazon, right? It just seems like a bit of a pipe dream to hope that you can keep ordering from the US when that means it has to ship over the ocean to you. Our next story is from Ace of Spades, My Father versus the Homeowners Association. I'm a little fuzzy on exactly when this was, but for loose context, it's 2018-ish. We're living in this little two-story in a subdivision in upstate South Carolina, which my parents still own. My family just had a full run of renovations done in the house. Kitchen remodel, new floors, wallpaper removed, new paint on the walls, etc. The folks who painted did an especially good job, and since they were a small, local business, they wanted to know if they could put a little sign in our yard for a few days as advertisement. You know, those little plastic-type yard signs, nothing big or fancy. My dad was happy to oblige and showed them where to put it to avoid the sprinkler system. Everything's great. Two days later, a letter arrives in our mailbox. It's from the HOA, Homeowners Association, According to the bylaws, no signage can be placed in a yard for more than 24 hours. We hadn't been planning to leave it up more than a few days, maybe a week at the most, but to be told that supporting a small business was an eyesore came well out of left field. This is the part where I tell you that my father, despite being a very considerate and respectful man, has something of a problem with authority especially when that authority is arbitrarily telling him what to do on his own property. First thing he does is pull out his copy of the neighborhood bylaws. He and my mother both look over it, and lo and behold, the quoted passage does indeed state that no signage or similar mode of advertisement is to be displayed in a yard for more than 24 hours. Not one to go down quietly, my father took to combing through the applicable section, looking for any loophole he could find and he found it in the word yard. 
two or three days after that, one of the ladies who worked for the HOA came down to our house to personally ask us to remove the sign. She and my stepdad stepped out on the front porch and must have been out there for nearly half an hour. I don't think I heard him say anything other than the occasional, mm-hmm, or yes ma'am, until the very end. See, the sign was no longer in our yard, it was in the flower bed. Other parts of the bylaws, even in the sided section, distinguished the flower bed as separate from the yard, and since this particular clause mentioned the yard alone, the flower bed must have been fair game, and he told this honestly quite nice woman as much, without so much as knitting his brows or raising his voice. The sign stayed in our flower bed, perhaps out of spite, for nearly another month before we finally took it down. I'm always one for a good sticking it to the HOA story. I think it's actually quite interesting that they distinguished the flower bed being its own thing. Cause I would just figure not everyone has one. Our next story is from Cole720. Sure, I'll say something. I work in security for a major US manufacturer, which, despite all its flaws, is a much better job than any I've held in the past. After I was hired, my manager warned me that HR has an outsized role in the company compared to others I may have encountered. I haven't necessarily noticed this myself, but I've only been with the company for a short time. Regardless, I always take HR concerns to heart because I like this job and don't want to jeopardize it. Now, the strangest thing about this job, to my mind, is that employees don't have access to the company's policies. I've asked for a copy of the employee policy manual more than once and have been repeatedly told that such a thing doesn't exist. One day, I was working at the front security desk when the HR manager Karen, not a real name but her real temperament, approaches and starts chatting with me. Everything was pleasant until an employee entered the building wearing pajamas. Karen starts fuming and tells me that I need to go say something to the young lady about her pajamas. I ask why, and Karen turns her witchiness towards me with, because it's against company policy and I said so. Okay, got it, no problem. I go and flag down the young lady and tell her, those pajamas look very comfortable, but the HR manager would like to have a word with you about them and point to Karen. I go back to my chair and the young lady approaches Karen, who's acting flabbergasted that she's going to have to deal with this. Karen manages to mumble her way through telling the young lady that her clothes are inappropriate and against policy. The young lady asks to see said policy. The pair head back toward, presumably, the HR offices, and I go back to whatever it was I was doing. The next day, my big boss, who's my manager's manager and about three levels higher than Karen in the corporate structure, calls me into his office and asks why Karen wants me written up for insubordination. Having only had one interaction with Karen that day, I tell him about what happened. He basically tells me not to worry about anything, that he'll handle it, and that I won't be written up. The next day, the security office and every security post has a memo posted from my big boss. I don't remember it word for word, but the gist of it said, We are paid to handle security and emergencies only. We do not handle policy enforcement. If you are approached about a policy violation, you are to direct that person to their manager or to HR. I've only seen Karen a few times since that day, but every time I have, she has flat out ignored me. I'm just left kind of confused here. Do I gotta show up to this place in my underwear before I figure out what the policy is? Obviously, wearing something better than pajamas is a common sense thing, but if you're not gonna tell us what we can and can't wear, what are we left to do? 
I wonder if this is actually more of a ploy to just like save money because they probably got some like financial policies that they just don't share. And our final story of the day is from Gobfixion. Manager told us to consider other places to work. As you can guess, the story ends exactly how you think it will. We had someone who was promoted to a management position, one step up on a very long ladder, and instantly became a tyrant. For months, she made our lives heck and micromanaged every step of the way. One day, she got upset over a relatively minor mistake and sent us all an all-caps email lambasting us for the error. In the email, she told us that if we couldn't do something so simple, we should start to consider other places to work because it isn't a good fit. Keep in mind, most of us have been here for a while and have been at the top of our KPIs for the region. Of her team of four, she received her fourth resignation letter today, just a week and a half after her email. KPIs being key performance indicator, meaning these people were doing really good work. And because this Karen is an awful manager, they lost every single one. I hope the people above Karen see what they did because they deserve to go with the rest of their team, away from that company. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another compliance story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.